When is the Bucks party? <laughs> Probably this time next year. See you there. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to the Jungle Brothers podcast. It's Joey, it's Paulie, Dills. Dills is in the house. Um, we're coming at you today. Tomorrow is the big day of the JB games. So by the time you're hearing this, the games will have been played. Oh, oh. Hearts and souls would have been broken. Bodies may have been crushed. But um, Dills, can you give us a little rundown? <laughs> what, what, what's going on tomorrow? Absolute chaos. But organised chaos. And only the strong <laughs> victorious <laughs> will rise. The rest will be laid well, look, to waste. We missed a year of the games. As everyone knows, Rona was a thing last year. So we weren't able to do our annual JB games. So this year we're coming back at it with a vengeance. Um, anyone that was in the gym yesterday afternoon would have seen me and Palsy acting like mad scientists putting together the obstacle course. Ah, uh, you did a, a pre-run? Yes, mm, yeah. Mm. We had um, me, Paul, try it out. And then when it was done, we got Jared and Az to come and give it a go. Ooh, Jared. Moves he, yeah, pretty he did good. It. Strong, competitive-ish. Yeah. 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 It, not how I would have attacked it, but <laughs> strength is that's definitely the beauty there. of it. Yeah. yeah. It was good. It was good to watch. And that's just one thing the guys have to look forward to tomorrow. So it's going to be a good day. Uh, how many events are there? Oh, one, two, 11, 13, something maybe like something that. like that. Dees. Dees. Yeah, and then drinks afterwards. Yep, we got a spot booked at One Drop, so we'll be heading there afterwards. Killer. Shout out to One Drop. Shout outs. How far things have come. <laughs> Play my Never man. thought I'd hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got, um, yeah, One Drop's a local brewery. One of the local breweries, there's a couple here nearby us in the main streets of Botany. But um, Clay, the owner, tra- he's been training with us for what, like four months now or something, five months? Maybe. If a little that, bit less. If that, okay, a little bit less. less. Yeah. He's a good man. They've got a good business there. Yeah, man. That, they're really cool. I really rate them and I've been to a few breweries. Yeah. And yeah. they're doing something different. So I think it's a really good business and getting to know Clay. Um, yeah, I just think that's that's cool. They're like, in a way, it's like Jungle, Jungle, Jungle Brothers because they're cutting their own path Yeah, type of thing. It's, they're not just doing beer and, you know, they're experimenting and doing something different. It's the coolness, right? Like mm. they've got the cool factor. Real, recognize, real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. They, they, they really are doing something unique, which yeah. is like totally for us. As soon as you walk in there, you're like, oh, wow. You can see, you've touched on this before, as a small business owner, you can see how much thought and effort has gone into little things mm. that it's like, oh, this is, this is just another expression of someone's creativity, yep. which is the same as what we've done here. Yeah, and it comes across in like, as we do our JB merch and we always know that the merch is cool and it's, it's actually a thing that people want to wear. They do the same thing with like their, their beer cans, right? Like they, they go and do a real cool, they get artists to do different things for different runs and it's funky. Did I tell you about the, um, when we went there, we went and had a couple of drinks at the end of the, the first coaches in uh, coaches, the last coaches intensive fuck internship we ran this year. Um, I say that because we just recently switched it to the two day intensive um, we went over there, group of us, I don't know, there's about eight of us, nine of us. And, um, it was sort of mid afternoon on a Thursday. So it was pretty mellow, but there's a, there was, there was a classic looking old bloke at the counter. Um, I can't, you know, like long gray hair. Oh, handlebar told me about this guy. Yeah. He's His got, name's Pete. Maybe I can't remember. Yeah. He's there every day. Yeah. sounds like him. <laughs> he's wearing rings and you know, and he's like, yeah, oh, what are you guys doing here? 
you know, like turned around, looked at all of us, and we're like, oh, we're, we're from the gym around the corner. But he's like, yeah, fuck, cool, all right, nice. And yeah. then, you know, someone's like, oh, yeah, we just did this coach <clears> thing. <throat> okay, great. And, you know, just struck, struck up a chat with us. Anyway, um, I got talking to him a little bit more. Um, I don't know how, but he, he was really proud because he's like, see that beer over there? They've got yes, a stack of beer that, cans yes. behind the counter. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, and he's like, hand me that can. The bartender <laughs> like gives him the can and he's like, who's that? And yeah. I'm like, oh, holy shit, that's you. <laughs> and it's here like a, like a cartoon of him on the beer can. Yes. I think he's like riding a fucking lion or a unicorn yeah, or something. Or a camel or something. Something like yeah, that. Oh, that's and it's so cool. Yeah. They, they named the brew after him. Yeah. And they got this cool little spiel about it on the can. So Clay came in and he was wearing a cool T-shirt for one of the beers and that, that was the, the, the thing. And I asked him about it. So that's, that's sick. And, and he told me the story about that guy. Uh, I think his name's Pete, but he's there every Wednesday or Thursday or something. And he's there from open, which is 11 to like three, which is a standard, like get out of there before the young guys get in, you know? <laughs> um, Cause there was that guy I've had, I've had, I've seen uh, guys at pubs that I used to frequent like that. Old guys every every day, pub's day. got them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but not everyone gets a fucking beer name. That's, right. Him. that's yeah. right. It's pretty good. Eh? That's so cool. Yeah. The, the coolest thing then was his next move which basically he, he, uh, he struck up a chat with Rika, who's one of the interns and a great member of ours. Um, struck up a chat with her, had a few words, whatever, and then we all went and sat outside. And then shortly after, he just rolled outside, sat at the end of the table right next to Rika and just like engaged her in conversation. And he was just moving in. He's like- <laughs> <laughs> In for the kill. Yeah. Well, like, like gotta respect the guy. He's got a strong game. Strong enough to get a beer named after. <laughs> Dece. Um, further to that, uh, coaches intensive. Next one's coming up on August 21st, 22nd, which I wanted to make mention of. So for anyone out there wants to join the Jungle Alliance, wants to improve their coaching skills, build a remarkable fitness business, this is the course for you. Get at us, junglebrothers.com, um, and we mm -hmm. can tell you more about it. Um, we're right now in the middle of winter. Everyone's wearing their hoodies. We've got the air conditioning on in the office. Uh, the gym floor is fucking cold. <laughs> the office floor is fucking cold. This concrete slab, it really, if we carpeted it, it'd be a whole different experience. But this concrete slab is like a refrigerator under, underfoot. Um, but I wanted to talk about this training during winter business because, um, well, as a business, we recognize that it is a, a harder time of year for our people to sort of get up and get into the gym and that sort of thing. Um, but I noticed for my own training, it's like a tougher time of year. To really, I don't know, maybe not, I, I train just as much, but I think my mindset shifts around it a little bit. It doesn't, I have to force it a little bit more. It doesn't come quite as naturally. Do you guys experience anything like that? I was thinking about this before we went on. I have done in the past. I'm kind of changing, I think, at the moment. Um, being we've been here, I've been full-time here for four years. It's a bit different. It, yeah, it's a bit different now than, it, so? than it used to be. Well, I'm just trying to think, like, it's hard for me. I'm not like the people who are listening to these probably aren't gym owners necessarily. It's the normal person, um, which struggle. I, I've, I find it quite easy at the moment because I'm motivated and I've got these other things going on. Yeah. Um, it's part of my life. I really enjoy it and I know what I'm doing and I've got a community type of thing, but in the past I've definitely found it way more amplified that feeling of, yeah, not wanting to do it, leaning towards the comfort rather than, you know, you know, continue to train through winter. You know what I'm saying? Comfort's a good word. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. I think um, I get what Paul is saying. When I was in my my last job, working the office job, 
it was the the time in between that was the the different part, right? Well, yeah. When yeah. you're leaving the office <clears throat> and it's been cold and yes. it's a bit miserable, yeah. It's much easier for you to want to just, oh, I'll just drive home. Whereas totally. we've got the the benefit well, of that here, yeah. And I guess we'll go into some kind of tips and observations of how to get better at it. But yeah. I know that one of them, um, habit setting things, is to make it convenient. And like, it's super convenient for us. That's why like, I started working here. We're, we're working here, yeah. and it's like I need a break from the office. So I go down <laughs> and, you know. So it's quite, it's convenient. And that, so that is, that is, we're skipping ahead maybe into the, into the tips. No, no, <laughs> yeah. Guys, um, today's takeaway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nah, you know what? I, I, I agree with that. Obviously we're in a gym. It's like how much fucking easy could it get to go and train? Mm. But that said, I like, there's a big part of me that's always found training in my own gym, uh, a unique challenge. Mm. And I probably do better in fact, I definitely do better when I go to someone else's gym and train because I'm not distracted by people who are around me who I want to talk to, yep. people who are around me that want to talk to me. I'm not distracted by, you know, that thing I didn't clean or fuck that oh. loose end I forgot to tie up or, yep. you know what I mean? It's like yeah, when you're at home and you're trying to work from home and you're like, oh, I'll just put the washing on or I'll, I'll just fucking go clean those shelves. Like stupid shit that doesn't need to happen right now. Mm but you, it's, it's almost like a form of procrastination and distraction. Yep. Um, whereas I know, like, say when I go to Alliance to train jiu-jitsu twice a week, all I'm doing is training jiu-jitsu there. Go in, put my gi on, start warming up to class. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. So, in the, I, yeah, it's kind of, I, I do, it, there's a uniqueness to it. Um, but obviously, I, I'm not going to uh, claim that, like, I have a hard time compared to someone who, you know, Mm. whatever is working in a different suburb and then having to come home and then manage their three kids and then carve out an hour to come and train here. That's fucking harder. Um, the, we run the winter warrior challenge. Yep. Which deals, you've been, it's your first year heading yep. that up. Yeah. I assisted you last year uh, and then took the reins over this year and Ty's doing the assist on Did that one. Did you win it you? one year? Yeah. Me and Sue tied. The one what? year I competed. What a fucking evolution. What an evolution for the guy. <laughs> <coughs> I didn't Won know the that. championship. Yeah. Didn't know that. Shadowed the championship. Runs, runs the it. championship. So you just got to prove you've got what it takes in the Winter Warrior and you could be in my role in a couple of years. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? Lachlan and Anand. <laughs> <laughs> Emma Shannon. Emma yeah, Shannon. she's coming for him. They, she's demolished it the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah. So Winter Warrior. Give what you is a it? How's it work? Breakdown of what that is. All right. So for the twelve weeks of winter, we put on a, a little competition where the top ten tribe members who attend the most classes for that duration will uh, receive some goodies. With the top three getting some extra special stuff. The main thing being clout, obviously, with the fact that you demolished it and you are the winter warrior. Bragging rights. Yes. Nothing sweeter. And we do it. Because we know that it's kind of a pretty shitty time of year. Yeah, well, it's an acknowledgement of the fact that you're still putting in that effort. Um, and we, we, we one-upped it a little bit this year where the the first class of the morning, the 5.45 or the 6 a.m. jits, we're giving them a little bit of an extra bit of love where if you come to that class, it's worth a couple of extra points. Right, so the classes, the first session of the day is it carries more value than yep. an evening session. Yeah, well, it's more just the fact that it's it's pretty hard to get up that early when it's that cold, mm -hmm. right? Like no one wants to be getting out of bed that early necessarily on a good day, let alone when it's like four degrees. Mm. So we're just paying a little bit of respect there. 
I think that's a good idea. It's funny. I remember when we started the Winter Warrior Challenge, we stole the idea from another group. It was Barton. I think they were doing it with their park sessions. It's like, mm. it's a cool idea. Let's do that. Now a few people have stolen the idea yeah, from us, so it right. works out well. Propagation. <laughs> um, but it was it kind of felt a little bit uh, counter to our belief system. We never wanted to reward people. It's like a participation award. And that was never our thing, right? It was like, nah. Like, you participate because you value it and the, the what you get, the reward is these amazing transformation that occurs in your body and these skills and this mental fortitude and whatever, um, looking jacked. Um, but when it came down to it, we're like, fuck, something like this actually is kind of important. And I mean, I think about it and people have said it to us all the time throughout the years, like, oh, you guys should do like 12 week challenges and stuff. And it's for the same reason we've always been like, nah, no challenges. It's not our vibe. You can go to any other fucking gym and they run challenges. But then when you think, you're like, yeah, I see the benefit in it. Like in terms of keeping people motivated and incentivized, right? Yeah. Yeah, they've got that reward all year round. Like, uh, you know, the gains, the cheja jacked, as you put it, <laughs> and, and whatever else. Um, but, you know, at a time where it's harder to, just gives them an extra reward, extra incentive. So extra motivation for them to, to keep going. And um, at the end of the day, not it, you know, we're, we're trainers, we're coaches, and we have more investment into the whole movement thing than the individual, the, the general person, the mum or the dad. So we know that just getting them in here with that little bit of extra incentive there, you know, if, if they just come to win it and participate, we still know they're actually going to get gains as well. Yeah. Because they're there. They walk through the doors. We don't really let them not do some freaking work while they're here. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it works. Well, the good thing is the fact that we have a bunch of animals who are super competitive, right? Like they start feeding off each other's energy when they're into the competition as well. So it's a direct – it doesn't just become an acknowledgement. It becomes, oh, I want to earn this. I want to outdo so-and-so, which is really cool to see as well. Yeah, it does reveal people's competition side. Oh, I love yeah. seeing it. Or seeing people like, oh, it's just a, a coincidence I started doing this many classes again. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't care about the competition. Well, they don't even know what the prizes are. Yeah. No, that's the thing. It's actually a very it's simple little thing. You just attend. The highest person, most attendance wins. And there's actually, there's like 10 people win for different things. But there's not that much to it. And the prizes, kind they're, of. they're just doing it for recognition and for competition and victory. Clout. Clout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the prizes are inconsequential. And that, that started as us just not being organized enough and not having prizes in place before the comp started. <laughs> and now I'm, uh, Jules is like, no, I don't want to tell them what the prizes are because we just keep that as like a... It's, it's the best part about it, not knowing. It's like, oh, what's it for? What am I going to get? And then like when you do get it, it's like, oh, hell yeah. Do you remember what you won? Yeah. What was it? Like <laughs> a bag of protein and a so lame. <laughs> what was it? Uh, a, a, a jar of crickets. <laughs> for real yeah. from Primal Collective yeah and earlier uh, which I ate they were actually pretty yummy chili and garlic chilling. ones yep yeah. um, some protein and some vivos ah yeah, vivos not bad not bad, not bad. I, I will say I think the the prizes have gotten better since <laughs> I won it <laughs> but you know like like we said I was doing it for the clout so what's um with the training piece Paulie I know you <clears> train <throat> in the mornings 
and you were mm. saying uh, you got yourself a training partner. Yes. Which I'm guessing for you, that's quite pivotal to your consistency and success with Definitely. that. Definitely, yeah. That's your form of like group accountability. Totally. And if I didn't have that training partner, I'd be, yeah, I'd be looking for a training partner or something. Right. Um, yeah, because I, 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 even though despite what I said earlier um, about being a coach, being invested, I still have to find that thing to keep me going for sure. Whether that be uh, someone else programming for me, training under someone, or it's slipping into classes or having classes as part of my training week. I've always been a goddamn social butterfly. You know this. Mm. I, I want to train with people. Yeah, I don't love training alone, although I can now for sure. I love training with people. And I believe in the benefits of training with people as, a, as an extra layer, um, for sure. So I have the training partner now. Shout out to Susanna Krushkova. 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 K-R-A-C-O-J-V, something like Great that. Great last name. I'd probably just murdered it, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I definitely need need that someone to do it with, for sure. What do you got? So um, it's a, you started as her coach, correct? And then you transitioned to hey, let's train together. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think we started together two and a half years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then it kind of it slowly, you know, she's she's very capable more capable than she thinks for sure. And um, yeah, just build a cool relationship with her, know each other really well. Um, sometime over COVID, I think we started training together because I needed the motivation, you know, and we're meeting at the goddamn park in the middle of winter. Mate, looking at some of those photos recently, we're doing handstands. Fuck, the concrete was way worse than this lab in the office. Yeah, right. Yeah, it'd take ages for the wrists to warm up. So you'd have to do some sort of like light cardio and stuff and just do all of your wrist prep really quick and extra rounds just because it was just so cold. But yeah, so it kind of started, I think, there where we do sessions, we do handstands together and then I do other stuff with her on Monday, Friday. Wednesdays was our day. And then anyway, it, um, it evolved like that. And um, yeah, now 100%. I, I'm, I have that consistent three days and there's, there's other stuff on top of that that just keeps me – I'm accountable to her. She's bloody coaching me half the time because it is. <laughs> Three days a week you guys train together? Mm, yeah. And I guess it's like what, what time – you start at 7 a.m.? Yeah. I guess it's cool because you just have to be here at 7. Yeah. It's yep. kind of the same thing with uh, – I mean, it's, it's, it's what the group provides to an extent, mm. but then I think personal training provides it to the greatest extent where it's like the person – you have to turn up because there's someone there waiting for you. Yeah. So like, I got to fucking be there. Whereas if you don't show up to the class, you won't necessarily be holding someone up. Yes, that's right. Or, or letting yeah. someone down. Yeah. Better way to put it. Whereas you're like, no, I got to get there for seven. So you just get there. And she is just ruthless. She's just like every day, Dave, she's there. She's, you know, unless it's, I cancel more than she does, put it that way. Right. I have something on or she never gets sick either. I'll have a head cold from the kids or something. She's always there, so. Yeah. Yeah, she's a beast. It's cool. Humble it's cool savage. seeing. Yeah, it's cool mm. seeing what you guys have d- built there together. Mm. Do you do anything like that, Dill? Uh, no, I'm not accountable to. I nobody. Don't do the, nobody. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't really do the um, the group training thing as much anymore, or um, PT. Um, I'm more accountable 
to I am on a program though so just recently I started training under Edo so doing a bit of that stuff um, so I'm accountable more to the fact that I had to cut Ma- off an arm master and Edo portal yeah. <laughs> yes um, no I'm accountable more to my my available time because I'm quite busy and um, the fact that I have a certain requirement of movement I have to get done at that time right so it's still a form of accountability but it's more like I coach to this time I've got so I coach the first two classes here I'll do the 545 the 645 I finish at 745 and then my next class is at 930 I've got exactly that amount of time to get my session in and I've got this very specific amount of work to do and that keeps me accountable it's like all right this is the only time of day I have to do it this is what I have to do get it done yeah yeah and you touched on that earlier when you were saying about you uh like getting programming from another coach yeah yeah it's like what do, you've invested money deals yep. in the programming from Edo. exactly which means that you like that's your driver mm-hmm. like well i paid for this thing i gotta do it yeah yeah i also have to um submit videos quite regularly which holds me accountable to it right and if i'm not doing the work I'm getting back a response of not good enough. And then I'm like, well, fuck what I paid that money for if I'm not doing the thing. Yep. Yep. He's known for being a hard taskmaster. Yeah. It's been interesting because if you asked me this question, is it hard to, to train in winter before? I would have been like, no. No, because I used to just come and do the winter thing, right? Like I'd be in group classes. I'd have the energy of other people. And it's also I used to be... Uh, a real strong supporter of S&M classes. I'd come and I'd do movement where I'm, I'm constantly moving. It's high energy. There's a bunch of people around you. You're getting a sweat on. Whereas now my training has switched to more the um, strength still, but very slow, uh, not as much intense sort of cardio work, which is a lot harder at winter, I find. Yeah, because you're not really breaking a sweat, are you? Exactly, right? Like I'm sitting there doing pretty maximal movements but then i'm having a decent rest in between and it's much easier to get cold or to amp yourself up is much harder as well yeah and the workouts take longer yep which yep. is like which is yeah like you think about a strength and movement class it's like 60 minutes you kind of get it all done mm-hmm. whereas you follow some kind of strength and um you know mobility program it could be 90 minutes could be 120 minutes yeah to get the same amount of work achieved yep 100 percent. yeah I find um, for me the I've been a bit lost with some of my training lately because I've had great flexibility to it. Like since I stopped working here officially, right as 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 an employee of the business, mm. I've had a bit more time on my hands. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do that training on those two days. But on those two days, or on all the days, I'm not necessarily at the gym. Mm. So I'm like, oh well, oh, like so I'll go to the park and I'll put my rings up there, or oh no, I'm going to be at the gym that day because I've got something on, so I'll train when you have that kind of freedom to it, it usually doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. I usually just end up getting caught out and I'm like, fuck, I look back over the last couple of months. I'm like, that training has been really inconsistent for me. Um, I stopped to doing the knee rehab down at carrying bar because I was like, got to a good point with that, decided to leave it, but obviously continue the training Mm. But because I didn't have a place where I had to go to, to do Mm -hmm. it, which Mm -hmm. was, every Thursday morning I drove to Caring Bar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, it just took away like that foundation from it. Um, but what has been really working for me has been my jiu-jitsu as always because I go to a class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's Monday and it's Wednesday nights. It's 6.30. If I can, I get there at 5.30, but I'm there till late. Coach expects me on those days. Like it's just so easy. And it's, I think like 
you know, for, I, I, I recommend that to people all the time when they come to this gym. It's like, just get to the gym. Mm. Yeah. If you just get here and you just carve out those three times a week It'll or whatever. make you motivated once you're here. Yeah, like you don't need to worry about any of it besides getting in your car and just fucking getting here on time. I think it's the fact that you have a goal around that as well, right? Like that's a big thing is having something that you're working towards. Whereas for you, it was like recently you had a comp coming up. So you had to train the jiu-jitsu really regularly for that. With me or Paulie, it might be that we're trying to get a specific movement or something like that. Um, and for the guys who are coming in for the classes, it's like, okay, this S&M cycle, this is our goal. They're like, oh, I want to get to that even if it's cold because I did this progression last week and I want to be able to get that next little bit of gains on that move. Yeah. Yeah, and keep so keeping that thing sort of front of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, jiu-jitsu is a wonderful thing in that way because you get the stripes and the belts yep. and that keeps you <laughs> hung, you know like it keeps you there and we've kind of tried to recreate that in the gym a little bit right with our with our movement milestones and mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. it's still not it's nowhere near as potent as stripes and belts um might need a uniform <laughs> yeah it's 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 like <laughs> fuck, you don't have to end go up to that like south korea generals with all those patches on their shirt that'd be sick <laughs> like little like uh, epaulettes yep. that people get yeah <laughs> but yeah like it's funny how token those things are yeah but how they go such a long way <clears throat> yes i uh, mean they are the same as the bragging rights essentially from winning t- yeah that's right if Tiora were here he'd say recognition recognition the recognition part because that's what people want yeah yeah. Um, yeah, you just want to, you know, yeah, I mean, fuck, the belts, the warrior, it's just recognition for the work that you've you've done. And um, I guess as a reward, recognition is pretty high up there for the human. Yeah, yeah, most of us, I guess most of us don't get it, particularly in the, for a lot of people coming into a, a gym like this where they might feel like they're not deserving of, you know, recognition perhaps mm. because they're not at the level of what they see the people at the top level are at. Yes. Like, oh, well, yeah, you yeah. know, when I can do a one-arm handstand, then I'll get some recognition or whatever. But it's like, no, no, like that's that's not relevant to where you're at right now. Like you deserve to be acknowledged for these other things mm. that you're achieving. Mm. So can you tell us more about um, how your weeks are going now? Are you Is it managing to settle? You've got the jiu-jitsu that keeps a, a framework that's tied to one, a specific time. Mm-hmm. And then two training partners, because they're training partners there. There's always training partners. And then in the in for the rest of it, what are you kind of doing now? Um, I still haven't quite figured it out, to be honest. Yep. I um, <clears throat> I'm so I, I come to the gym here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Mm. So on those days, I'll go to jujitsu Monday, Wednesday nights, and then on Fridays, I do a mobility session with my bulletproof guys in the morning, and then. I'll try and do like a little short strength workout this afternoon, time permitting. Um, Tuesday and Thursday is where I get a bit lost. Mm. And even, I mean, yeah, this is not even talking about weekends yet, but um, what I tried to do is Tuesday, I've, I've recently been going back down to the park on a Tuesday afternoon. So I've tried to set like, all right, three o'clock, I leave, I go hang my rings up and I do an upper body session. Seen some of that. Yeah, yeah. which is nice Like, because I used to do that a lot. Mm. And I, I was following Edo's programming for, for a period and that was just, you know, it was either doing it in the gym or doing it at the park and it was, it was something, there's something really nice about it. Um, so I'm trying to do that on Tuesdays and then on Thursdays, um, I've been trying to go to Accelerate Strength in Roselle or in Balmain because we know the boys there, Sean and Matt. They're like, yeah, come train, drop in. You know, so I go in once a week and just do my own workout. 
Actually, Misa and I went in together yesterday. We took Leo, did the session. Man. She does her thing, I do mine. Cool. So, we, yeah, so sometimes we get a bit of that. It's just really easy for me to kind of fuck up both of those sessions, to book something in its place or to be too wrapped up in my work at 2.30 and go, ah. Oh, just leave it. I'll, I'll go a bit later, you know? Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, and then a bit later is like the sun has set and yeah. it's like you're at home and it's very hard to leave the house, <laughs> yeah. you know, once that's happened. Um, and then weekends at this, at the moment, I'm not really training. And I, it's funny, right? Because I think back to when I was coaching a lot and I coached Monday to Saturday and I trained Monday to Saturday. And mm. often the last thing I'd be doing on a Saturday afternoon at the end of a massive week, before I left the gym, it's two in the afternoon, I'd train for 90 minutes. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, by myself or sometimes you're here or T would be here mm. and you'd be like, fuck, got to get it in. So you're like a consistent like six plus sessions per week versus now a semi-consistent three, two, you know, like it, I have a lot more time on my hands and I'm, I'm greatly appreciative of that, but it's also like, ha, ah, can't let the pendulum swing back too far away from that other thing, you know? Mm, mm, mm. You don't, you don't, do you train on weekends anymore? No, I, I've started doing a little bit of movement in the backyard, like the, the last two weeks, but no, no, not, um, uh, funny you mentioned it, this whole thing now that we're talking about, cause I just started writing myself a new program this morning. Um, Susanna had to go away this weekend. So I had the morning off. So I went to the cafe early and sat there and did a few things, including that. And it includes a session on the weekends, which is oh. cool. It's tough. It is tough at this time um, just because the kids and life's quite busy. Um, so we always, I always try to do something that involves movement with the kids. So it's really that general movement. Whenever we're out there in the park, I'm doing something that is kind of rangy. You know, I'm fooling around, crawling, chasing the kids or rolling around or freaking doing handstands and that type of thing. Um, but not not structured training, but I am going to start doing a session on Sundays at home. Yeah. What um, time? What time? Like you talking early morning before the I, fam I don't gets know. Up? Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be tough. I, I really uh, it's in part because I, I want to get Tash involved as well. I also need at the moment with the way that it is with Dylan and I, I can't find enough time to to train. Um, and I know that there's time at home that I could do that, and I feel I want to. I feel like I need to move more during the week. I'm sitting at the desk quite a lot. So I don't know. Well, we're all going to work that out. And um, it will be low, like very achievable type of thing. But um, uh, side note, the exciting part of that is that um, I need to fit out a bit of a home gym, home gym mm. thing. And all I'm talking about is uh, somewhere to hang the rings that works well and a little area, um, which is fun because last weekend I was like, imagining it and showing Tash like what we could do could be cool but no 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 at the moment not really is this up in the backyard or like out on that back porch um either in the backyard because we like double the backyard space by clearing a bunch of stuff um six months ago maybe um or down the side it's shady there and a bit cool but it's completely out of the way and um there's lots of side of the house to rig off of but yeah to be constructed. How do you find following <clears> your own <throat> program? Do you um, do you find it easier to flake out on that because you've written it? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yep. I yeah. agree so, with one hundred percent on yeah, that. So I can't ever. I can never follow my own program. Yeah. And I, I've got the. I've 
always had the problem of putting too much stuff in. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's got forty five exercises. I yeah, should get through that in an hour. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think over the years, like, because I've, I've, I've fucked that up so many times, I've cut back, cut back, cut back, and I'm really doing bare. I've just chucked in bare bones um, for now, um, and I think that I can do it this time. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I'm hoping. It's very much, I mean, we spoke about programming <clears> last week. It's very much a factor in programming, isn't it? It's like mm. knowing what to cut out to make it achievable yes, and, that's right. and effective. Yes. As opposed to just throwing every fucking thing into oh. it and then never doing it. Yeah. Right? Or, you know, everyone's like, dude, we're halfway through this class and it, we've already done the hour. Like, yeah. who wrote this program? Yeah. I was going to, I was looking in the last two, three weeks, thinking a lot about getting someone else to program for me, uh, especially the conversations around the office. Dills is doing Edo. Um, as is looking to go and do training again with Emmett, although I think he's on a hiatus, but he's researching other people. And um, anyway, I realised that I actually don't need that right now. Got a few niggling injuries. I just need to take care of some basics um, before I do that. So I'm going to go program myself and um, <laughs> have you guys all root for me. Hell yeah. Actually, you guys can keep me accountable. Definitely. Just share the spready with you. Dylan. Yes. Maybe you can we'll part yeah. of, make it part of our Monday meet. Definitely, I'll ask you every day. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting to think that there's like such a group of coaches here, mm. right? And it's like everyone's looking elsewhere for you know, and there's and that makes sense. Everyone's looking for, and but like, surely there's got to be a way to introduce some kind of accountability to that group. Yeah, yeah, you know. And yeah. I mean, we've done things like Nick doing the session on Friday afternoons, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's funny. I, I, at the moment, I find like because we, we're talking about like the time in which we're at now, I don't find it that hard to get started in winter right now because we're coaching whatever, but we're kind of got, you can also be in that, um, cause we're trying to do a lot of stuff at the moment. There's actually not that much time to train. Yeah. So when you have that little time, I'm finding it like by the time what I do get I fill there, that time with, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm frothing to do it. Oh. I'm at the, I'm frothing to get time. It's like time space. I made it. Boom, I'm there. I get to do it. Yeah, right. So it's a reward to do it at the moment. So I'm on that other flip side. That's cool. Um, which I think people, some people can totally relate to that. They're, yep. they're busy, busy lives that enjoy training. And they do their nine to five and they get to go to the gym three times a week type of thing. Um, it's a reward to, to do it. And hopefully that's where people get to um, after building the habit of, you know, turning up. Yeah, that's what you'd like, huh? Yeah, I mean, I think for me at this time of year, and I think for a lot of folks, it's important to mention, I, I sometimes find mm. the reward only comes afterwards. Mm. Like, the, you know, like taking myself away from whatever I'm doing and going down to train or going down to the park, I, the, it's, that whole process is met with resistance. Yes. I'm like, nah, I really want to, I've got to fucking do that thing. I mm. need to finish that or whatever. It's like, no, 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 just go, just go. You get down there and it's like, oh, this to be cold, like, you know, whatever. There's a million reasons why the workout is not, you know, why you don't really want to do it that day. Yeah. And then you do it and you're like, fuck, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. And how many times have you done it the other way where you're like, oh, I won't do it. And then an hour later, you're like, fuck, really should have gone and done that. Yeah. And now I'm You always it. regret that. Yeah. Um, also funny timing. I was listening to a YouTube video. Um, listening to it. Oh, listening and uh, listening more than watching because it's driving. It's information. 
maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, you know, I think different things saved. And when we had that podcast with Tim, I was telling you like we we're talking about like just little resources that you find on YouTube or whatever, and you play them back again. And um, I saved a bunch of videos, and I found this one last week, and then I listened to it again this week, and then this morning on the way in, and then I wrote down all the points out of this video this morning. It's good. But have you read that book or heard of the book Atomic Habits? Mm. You, uh, I've read it. I haven't read it. James Clear. And it's basically a video that breaks down part of those things and offers a, bit, a bunch more. There's 11 points in this thing. Mm. Um, and it's it's very good little 10, 15 minute video or something like that. Um, the channel is Fight Mediocrity. I don't know how I came across that. I'm not exactly recommending that channel to listeners, but I know I have a couple of saved videos from them, from that guy who makes the, the videos. Um, but he was saying one, a couple of his tips. One of them was um, uh, f- uh, focus on the first two minutes, um, which is like the habit that you're trying to build is never – the uh, actual carrying out of that thing that you want to do never takes two minutes. But if you just focus on the first two minutes, um, like you were saying about it being hard to get in and stuff and the point being there that um, once you get going, um, so all you have to do is mm-hmm. – basically just focus on putting on your shoes and getting in the car. Right. And if you don't think about going to the gym at all or what the work's going to be like or how cold it is and you just basically focus on getting sitting in the car and turning on the engine, the rest is more or less taken care of. Yeah. It's a kind of good one. You're not turning back at that point. No. Yeah. No. The other thing that you pretty much just said was about motivation and it was more of a, a side realisation. Um, it's so true that motivation uh, – mostly comes after you've started so it's not like you're necessarily motivated from the get-go or some in some cases you are but um usually that that comes afterwards and 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 obviously the reward comes afterwards too but um it was a good little video so what is it that gets you there before you've started before you've started uh from this from that yeah or not um well this is based around making habits um, uh, a couple of the points were about um, pre-commitment um, and we spoke, we touched on that. One's pre-commitment and there is, they quoted so many studies, pre-commitment works. You book a date, you book the time, you go on your app, you sign into the class. That's what you do here. Um, you pay money. Yeah. You, you know, you chat to Emma Shannon and say, I'll see you at that class. We're doing three this week whatever it is, pre-commitment to someone. Another one was um, intention affirmations, which is writing it down. They did a study, many studies, where they had a control group, a motivated group, and one that affirmed what they were going to do. Um, and they so the, the, the control did nothing. Um, the motivated people were just motivated to go and exercise, and they sat down and said, okay, you guys are going to whatever it was. I can't remember the details. And the other ones – Exactly the same, but they were made to write the sentence down on paper. Right. And it's literally over 90% of people in that last group attended and it was like less than 25% in the motivated group. All that the difference was was writing it down. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a a big one for me in life in general. I have to write everything down I plan to do for the day and then I tick it off as a tick box and it helps me for everything. Exercise. Yeah shit I don't want to do, uh-huh. any admin task, if I don't track it, it's harder for me to do. Yeah, I think that that goes a long way. 
Yeah, the, the gym here provides a lot of the first point at least. Mm. That uh, creating that obligation for you to, to go there and committing to the membership and then signing into the classes. Yeah, telling the coach after your foundation program, yep, I'm coming, I'm going to do it. Yep. This many times a week. Yes. Yeah, yeah the, well, the, a long way. the thing that stands out, what you were saying like about the motivation piece and like that pre-commitment and stuff um, internally is just like the discipline, isn't it? Yeah. To go, I'm fucking doing it. Mm. Like I don't necessarily feel super motivated or there's something else I'd rather do. But it's like, no, nah, I just do it. Yeah, like no one's debating that it's not hard to do. Um, and this is a big point they were making. It's like it, it's trying to get yourself to do hard things. Um, and it's not necessarily that your goals need to change, but just the systems and processes that you put in place that help you get there is, is what you want to focus on. So if you want to be successful, yeah, it's just like those things. And, and, it, and it comes back to habits because um, I, I believe um, – a lot of the a lot of the things that we get done are, are habitual things that we get done um, during the day. Um, whereas, yeah, think yeah, I think uh, fuck, what am I thinking of? Yeah, I think if you can make a make it a habit, it's basically easier, right? Yeah, it removes the need for willpower to play a That's role. That's what it is, or it's for like exactly thinking. it's willpower. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I really liked in that book. Um, I can't remember what the principle was, but it mm. was like make it easy to make it make easy, it easy to yeah. to like to express that habit. Yeah. So it's like if you want to get up and go to the gym in the morning, mm. have your gym clothes and your water bottle and mm-hmm. your shoes and your socks and everything in a pile by the door, like so you can literally get up, go put your shit on, put your shoes on, leave the house. Yeah, absolutely. It's like don't don't you know be fishing around in your drawers early in the morning while it's dark because it's just there's just time and uh, opportunities for you to make excuses about why you can't go. Mm. Yeah, totally. um, which I really liked. I also liked the habit stacking, which was which I'm sure I would have mentioned in that video. Which is like, if there's one thing that you already do every day, that's right, and there's something that you want to add into that, then combine the two habits. Yeah. So I used it for um, for reading, which was where I uh, set my clothes out because I do it outside the bedroom mm. like the night before because I, I don't want to wake up Misa or Hattie or fucking Leo. Like they're all in the room. Mm. So I have all the stuff outside. But if I'm if I'm trying to do reading intentionally at the time, I'll put my book out with my clothes. So yeah. I go out, put my cl- – like I have a shower, I go out, put my clothes on, and then I grab my book and I go read. That's the one. Yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah, and, I'm, and it's like, – yeah, it's like simple things, but you're like, wow, these things are quite powerful. And then they become habits. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do that with the brushing of the teeth. Yep, that's me. Yeah. I, for a long time, I open my shoulders when I brush my teeth. Um, as in, I just lean on the wall and I open my shoulders, stretch them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but One at a time. Uh, no. Oh, sorry. No, I do two. I just brush while I'm in the bathroom brushing. I do it on the wall in there. Oh, so you I'm, have a stretch yeah. following. I get the third hand out. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have a stretch following. Or I get in. Or I, yeah, pretty much just wake up. Yeah, when I'm in there, just do that. Um, but now I got to stand on one leg because I got to get this angle, this ankle going. Oh, I try and get a bit of proprioceptive work in. Yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. I'll brush my teeth on one leg as soon as I'm ready to, because at the moment I wouldn't be able to do it at the same time. 
be you 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 want the balance. Yeah, yeah I'll right. suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. But yeah, the habit stacking. You do some shit in the morning like yeah, that. Yeah, I do it at night. It's when I go to brush my teeth, the phone goes downstairs, and it's like reading only from that time onwards. So it's always like okay, I like I go and shower at eight thirty. I brush my teeth after my shower. I don't touch the phone from then. <laughs> Problem is when we go a week without brushing our teeth. <laughs> oh, I just don't get scared. Damn! If I don't sleep, I don't have to leave my phone. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. But yeah, I think there's a lot in that, right? Like for folks coming in like during winter and shit, it's like, man, set yourself up for success. Like, make it real fucking easy. If if you have to go from the gym, have a shower here, get dressed, and go to work, then you need to have all the shit that you need for that. Your clothes your fucking lunch bag with, you know, like, mm. like all of that needs to be ready to go the night before. So then the morning it's just streamlined to get here and then get to work. I, mm. um, I do that's another right. one that's, I make it so that I can't avoid a task. Like it's impossible to. So an example by this is I wanted to start riding my bike to work. Right. So what I do, we have a garage where only one car is at front. So I get my girlfriend to park me in for the week. <laughs> so I can't, not ride my bike to work now, ah. right? It's like, oh, well, there's no choice. Because sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'll just take the extra 10 minutes sleep. Whereas now it's like, I can't take my girlfriend's like car. You have to go in and move both cars, yeah. bring the keys back upstairs. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to take just as long. It's like, well, <clears throat> I just got to get up and just got to go. Just gotta call that setting up for laziness. <laughs> and it's the old nutrition thing. Like yep. if you've got the sweet in the house, put it in a jar on the top shelf in the garage type yep. thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. And, and then, uh, yeah. That yeah. works wonders for me. I ride my bike every That's day a good now. one. I like that. <laughs> they had a good one. Um, uh, it's probably not new, but they, they called it the Seinfeld strategy. And there's a story about how Seinfeld told a, a young comic about this strategy that he had for writing every day, spending a little time to write jokes and get better at the craft and, and stuff. But it's a good one. I was thinking of trying to implement that for certain things. And it's basically just getting a calendar out. And um, every time you perform the, the habit, the new action that you're trying to make a habit, um, you just put a big X on that day. And then you do it again. It actually doesn't matter the quality of, say, the writing in that case. It's less about, you know, the, how you do it. And it's more about just getting it done and building the habit. You just put a big X on it. And that calendar, he said, put it on your wall, put it on your door and basically X it. And what would happen there, and, and I'm sure there's some psychological study around that, is yeah, you just you start stringing a couple together and then you get a straight line, you get five, and then the next week you get four and then blah, 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 goes on from there. It's quite cool. And I was thinking it'd be cool to make like a little slip inside because I know I, I'm stacking it onto another habit, which is I'm always in my red book and my journal, my blue book, and I have like a little slip in there inside the page and basically it's like my bookmark and maybe maybe something like that could work. So it becomes like a little visual tracker. Visual tracker. So I just have a blah, blah, blah. See how that goes. Yeah, there's Tim Ferriss has a, has a thing similar to that where it's mm. kind of like a grid and then down one – you basically have like one line of boxes for each day. Yeah. So imagine a, a, like, a, like a grid page and then, you know, down each column is like Monday to Sunday, just oh. like ongoing. Yep. And then on the left side, whatever that is, the X or the Y axis – you have the activities that you want to get done that day. So you mm. could have like stretch, lift weights, read my book, 10 minutes, blah, blah, blah. That's the type of thing. And f every time you do it, you, you color, like you fill in the box. 
And it's satisfying just scratching that pen, yeah, in that box. Exactly. And yeah. it really appeals to that side of our brain. And then yeah. you, you end up with over time this page that's just full of colored, colored. like boxes <laughs> that are just solid. But then you've got these little that. white ones where you're like, fuck, I didn't do the shit that day. That's right. Yeah, I, I tried it for a little while. It was a little bit too, it was a little bit too over the top for me at that time. But yeah. I was like, oh, I can see the merit in this. It's a good one, you know? That's cool. Um, what about um, what about people that are training at night? You mentioned this before, Dills, like, um, or I think it was you, maybe it was Paul, n- like not going home, like not allowing yourself to fall into that comfort of like, oh, I've left work, I've gone home, now it's dark and cold and I'm just going to get dinner on early. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the really uh, so common is for people to drive from work to home and not come back to the gym. Yeah. If you go home, you're not coming. You're back. Not coming yeah, back. you're probably not getting back out of that. Not at this time of year. No, in summer it's a lot easier because it's light and it's yep. warm. Yeah. So you're like, oh, it's still daytime, but right now it's like five thirty. It feels like fucking ten p.m. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to. Yeah, in the evening, I think you just got to go straight. Whether, yeah, straight to the gym, or straight to the park, or wherever it is that you train. Um, straight to the gym. If you come into the like, if it doesn't meet up the time and it's forty five minutes before the first class. There's, I would love, obviously I'm a father with three kids, I would love to have 45 minutes to do nothing or to put something that I would love to get. There's so many things I could do in 45 minutes and that could be a new habit. I go to the gym early and I, and I could do some mobility work for myself or I could get my diary out and work on that project. This place is open to do that yep. type of thing. Um, but yeah, coming straight here's a, that's probably number one. Yeah, I think it's it's like you were saying with the um, with the mornings, don't have your gym clothes at home. Dang. Have them in your car. Totes. Have them ready to go. Have your plan already. Have signed into the class. Don't wait till the Arvo to sign in. Sign in a week in advance. Make sure that you're all booked up, and then just all you have to do is go. Right, like it's made easy. Mm. That's a that's a big one actually. Signing in like begin. I, I had I had sort of on my little list here was scheduling. Scheduling your sessions in your calendar, but taking that a step further and actually signing, signing in for the classes mm. on, say, a Sunday afternoon, going, all right, this week I'm doing Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep. Signing in for the classes, it's done. That was a big one for me. Uh, back in the day was uh, on Sunday, I would, I'd go in and I'd, I'd pick what classes I was going to do for the whole week. I'd sign into every single one and be like, okay, that's it. Now all i got to do is show up. Yeah, I think you see the people that, that make these habits, whether it's a conscious thing they do or it's something that they just, um, I don't know, stumble across, just how they operate. They're usually the ones, like the success leaves clues, the people that are like crushing the Winter Warrior Challenge or, you know, really consistent with their training. You're like, fuck, so-and-so is just always, you know, consistent, they're doing well, always making progress. They're probably doing a few of these things, whether consciously or mm, not. Mm, totally. Yeah, there's a lot of people sign in. Those those big winners they're signing they sign into more classes than than they they, they can really attend <laughs> and then they cancel them when they can't yeah because we don't bloody char- we don't penalize them I mean that's the that's the highly <laughs> competitive ones isn't yeah. it yeah just like in it to win it mm. um, something that I noticed that works really well too um, is personal training oh uh, yeah I see you know you see it in the gym a lot you see a lot of our members who come and train in a lot of classes but they also engage in some PT with a particular coach, usually to work on something specific for a while, which is they almost use the PT just as a way to keep them tied into the whole process. 
Maybe they come in do PT once a week and then they come to classes three times a week. You can see it's like those two different commitments sort of play off each other mm. and, it, and it just in, in like cumulatively it makes them a lot more successful at what they're doing. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same as you're getting coached from someone else. But yeah, PT, having that personal relationship with them, they know you really well. They can work with, they can see you outside of yourself and they can work with, they can work with you and, and well, they're just there keeping you accountable to that time. Yeah. Um, but they can help you build goals specific to you and get you back on the track. I mean, most people are pretty busy with their own jobs and their own lives. Um, having someone there that can set you up to win as far as training goes, like during a time like winter or, or at any other time, man, it goes such a long way. Mm. I get the reverse out of it as a coach as well. Um, my small groups recently have kicked a couple goals. So like them hitting the goals makes me more accountable to my own training to stay one step ahead of them as well, right? So it's a good <laughs> give and take. Because they're like riding on your tail. Yeah, Jacob got his first muscle up today. Oh. And it was cleaner than my muscle up is now. First one, he's just like whoop, up and down. So that doesn't um, have your booty though. Yeah, no legs, <laughs> no legs. Yeah, um, congrats. Yeah. So that and, and like, Dill's like, all right, guys, we're doing back squat GVT for the next <laughs> months. Yeah, let's see what you yeah. got there, fuckers. <laughs> no, oh, but it's really cool. good. Yeah, oh, cool. they're they're all they're all all three of those guys have their own little skills and they're all really good at something, and that pushes me to be like, okay, well, I've got to be going good as well and staying accountable with my training so I've still got something to offer them which is awesome I feel that from bloody the tribe and you guys yeah. as well it's the iron sharpens iron right yeah there's like a keeps you hungry because there are yeah yeah because otherwise you not get left behind but it's hard for you to like you are in a position of leadership so it's like well you've got to be able to walk to talk to a point mm. you mm. never want to be the guy that's like oh back in my day I was doing. Yeah. We all will be at some point. <laughs> we'll, that's you know that. right. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, yeah, you do. It makes you hungry. And it's not to be that you feel like you might. It, I don't know. It's, I think it's, it's healthy. Yeah. It's healthy as to be like, oh, everyone's lifting the game to there. Fuck, I should. I, and I'm trying to think back to the kind of, you know, back in, in from a kind of evolutionary thing. Um, perspective and that that makes total sense you didn't want to be fucking ousted from the group no and you didn't want to be not Banished. respected down in the lower ranks yep yeah so you're just like you know it's it's not all i'm saying is it's not uh, it's not a you shouldn't feel guilty about feeling like oh shit everyone's up in their game and i haven't really been i should yeah just it's, go for it yeah it's a good yeah. point it's kind of like well everyone's doing their best Yes. I should do my best. Should, yes. Yep. It's not right. like, oh, I've got to get to that movement yeah, or like yeah. that standard. Exactly. Because, you know, you might not be able to train, you might train half as much as that person. Yeah. Or well, you might not be focusing on what they're focusing on too, right? That's right. But it's good. Yeah. Just seeing people getting at it and getting the rub there and going for it. I like that, getting the rub. Which is why it's so good to be in a bloody community. Yep. Yeah. It does come back to that thing of just having people around, doesn't it? The accountability. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think like, it just, you know, we talk about it all the time, but like when you go into a big gym, a big globo gym, there's no real, you know, there's people there, but there's no real community aspect. There's no one that you really, 
you don't even know what other people are doing with their training because you got no fucking like everyone's doing different shit. They don't even know what they're doing with their training. Oh, that's right. <laughs> no one's got any idea, right? And there's a couple of people, but you know, it's like it's so disjointed the whole thing that you just you miss out on all of that accountability and all of that kind of connection and all of that stuff that we've sort of been talking about that that keeps you tied into the process here. Um, if you don't show up, no one gives a shit. The gym's not going to call you. You know, they just mm. want you to keep paying your cheap membership. Mm. Um, so yeah, the, what's what's built into a small gym like this and any other small gym where there is a community, this it's so much more than just like I don't know, cool people to train alongside. It, oh, there's people here that know your name. They know your name. Yep. We fucking got it here on file, bros. <laughs> where are you? Um, we're going to wrap it up there. I think there's a few really key takeaways in that one for folks. And try and rattle them off but a couple of ones that stand out to me were signing in for, like choosing your class at the beginning of the week mm. so if you train at our gym or a gym like this you jump onto the app you book your classes you then take it a step further and you put that shit in your calendar yep monday tuesday thursday friday i'm training 6 30 or 7 30 it's done um or if your gym doesn't have an app whatever just put it in your calendar make it a thing um Make it easy for to be successful. Mm-hmm. So lay your shit out if you train in the morning. Yep. Have your shit laid out the night before. All your shit, like have your food ready in the fridge. Have your little cooler bag if you're taking your, you know, like have it all there. If, you, if you've got a corporate gig, make sure you've got your trousers and your jacket and, you, you know, the whole setup ready to go. Uh, if you train in the evenings, don't fucking go home. Mm. Come straight to the gym. Come mm-hmm. and do a bit of work, mm-hmm. whatever it needs to be, or, you know, work on your own stuff before you get into it. What else do we have? Tell someone what you're planning to do. Tell someone. So like make the declaration. Yeah. Make it a physical commitment to someone, even if you're not training with them, even if it's just like your partner, like I'm going to train at this time, this day. Right. Because then you've got that accountability factor there too. And then there was the other kind of part of that as well as, you know, if you're not telling someone, uh, write it down. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. Journal that shit. Journal it. Yeah. Training. Yeah. Yeah, If it's something you struggle with, 100% journal it. Yeah. Um, and then we had uh, like training buddy, yep. which mm, fuck, mm. there's hundreds of them here. Mm-hmm. If you train with someone, they're usually in the same class as you, you guys hang out a little bit, make them your training buddy. Go, hey, can we fucking exchange numbers and let's come to this class together every week and why don't we do another one on Thursday and just make that our thing. Absolutely. I like that. Is there anything else we covered there? Uh, make a goal. If you have something to work towards, you're more likely to stick to it. Yes. And if you're stuck for that, talk to the coaches here or look at what's on the movement milestones and make that your thing. Or just make the the program your goal, right? Like just be like, I'm going to commit to this program. I want to get that move by the end of the cycle. Yeah, I like it. Well, we'll do this again next winter, but I do think it's a time <laughs> to chat. I do think it's a good one to have because it, it, it always catches you by surprise. You're like, yep. fuck, it's so cold. You're like, yeah, it's winter. It happens every <laughs> Um, guys, thank you for listening today, boys. Thanks for thanks for being on. Cheers, Pleasure, Preesh. Um, guys, thanks for listening. If you want any help from us, you can get us at junglebrothers.com. If you want to follow us on Instagram at Jungle Brothers Movement. Um, big thank you to Panavor for the coffee. Mm-mm. Tree, oh, delish. Tree gave us a little piece of cheesecake today, which we we're meant to eat on the show. That was my idea. I was like, oh, I'll have it, we'll have it on the show, but we didn't, so we can have it afterwards. Which is in pre-training moment. carbs. Yeah, can't wait. Um, but yeah thanks for listening if you like the episode please take a screenshot of it send it to someone who you know might be struggling with their training motivation say hey pull your finger out put a little fire emoji and then send them a screenshot of this episode and tell them to book in PT tell them yeah that's right (laughs) we've got a bunch of people here training got a bunch of coaches who are hungry 
uh, let us help you with that. It's, it's even just a good way to get kick-started. Yeah. Fucking hell. So up. it's not like you have to do it forever. It's no. just like a bit of it, then you're on track. Yeah. Or even come in and get a program and go do it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Performance-enhancing coaching. Uh, oh, I like that. <laughs> Guys, thank you. We'll catch you next week. See you. Laters. See you.